I'm, I'm not answering your question, but I'm telling you how difficult a why question is. You have to know what it is that you're permitted to understand and allow to be understood and known and what it is you're not. You'll notice in this example that the more I ask why, it gets interesting after all. That's my idea that the deeper a thing is, the more interesting it is. And, uh, Welcome to Teacher Answers. This is the Teacher Answers podcast. Okay, so this may be the only time that I haven't played the actual intro, and I thought I was gonna, <laughs> I thought I was gonna do that live, uh, but I, I chickened out. So, all right, here we go. I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay, <laughs> bear with me. Uh, you just heard Richard Feynman. I'm gonna talk about. Oh, it's gonna be great. Okay, here we go. Uh, don't hate me for this. Welcome to Teacher Answers, a podcast designed to take high school questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, your host, 28 million year teacher uh, and high school math teacher. All right, that's it. <laughs> Welcome to Teacher Answers. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Teacher Answers podcast. Uh, this is This will be episode number four of season two. My name is Sam Griffin and I, I'm, that was really fun. I have this new piece of equipment that I got for Christmas. Okay. It's called a road procaster. It's amazing. It's the Tesla of podcasting. Yes, I am going to talk to you today first about something that I think is just amazing. It's called the Feynman technique. And that comes from Richard Feynman. Um, you just heard his, just just a little, I mean, he, you know, he died in 1988. So I was, you know, a junior in high school. Um, so this guy was a theoretical physicist. Um, he won a Nobel Prize. You can, look, you can look his Wikipedia up. It was born in 1918. And so I, I want to get into what his thing was now he was famous for the Nobel Prize but he had this this thing that he did with his his you know fellow mathematicians and scientists that he would always kind of tease them it's like well do you really understand something and and one of the things that uh, that he mentioned was he goes look outside he goes look out now imagine in that voice like look outside the window he goes what kind of bird is that and and you may say well that's a sparrow and you know it's a sparrow I know you're right. It is a sparrow, but tell me everything you know about a sparrow. And you know what? You really, in, unless you've studied into this, you really know no, next to nothing about them. You, you don't know much about the habits and what sparrows do. And I know this is, you know, duh, but it's the, the point is when you learn something, you can apply something called the Feynman technique. And so I just want to quickly go over it. Now I'm going to do, this is a multi, uh, purpose show here. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Feynman technique, but I'm also, I'm going to title this show, uh, two killer apps to help you accomplish goals. Now I know I've kind of went around in this, but I'm going to put, uh, Feynman's picture on the little thing I put on social media. So, um, 
let me just go through there's four steps to it but i i broke it down into three because you know you'll you'll see why okay so this is basically how you learn something right up to this point i've been talking about goals and um kind of like getting your head glued on straight and and what you're going to do um to accomplish this thing year-long process what would be possible if you spent a year doing it but consistently doing it with your head in the game um i think anything is possible so along the way along your journey this year you're going to have to learn stuff there's just no doubt if you're digging into it like like he said in the interview that question there at the beginning he's like you know the more you ask the question why which i think is the coolest question ever right you you start uncovering stuff you start you know you just start digging and digging and digging and then there's no end to it and then you're fascinated with sparrows at the end of the day apparently so um my version of the Feynman technique real quick and then i'm going to get into the first of two killer apps that you can use on your phone and your computer to absolutely get more done okay i'm, I'm pumped to talk to you about it all right so the Feynman technique first thing you do is you pick some sort of topic that you're interested in now it doesn't have to be sparrows it doesn't have to be that but whatever your goal is when you start digging into it you're going to be uncovering new things that you don't know and for that that's going to be your topic okay so you apply something called the Feynman technique uh, by the way, Richard Feynman's on YouTube. You can look his his things up. He he's just he's so easy to listen to. I love the way he he does stuff. But step one and pick a topic and start studying. Step two, all right, this is the big one. Write about it like you were teaching it to a child using simple language. So you're he said, and what does he know? He's a Nobel Prize winner, right? So he probably knows stuff. You should write about what it is, trying to explain it, like you're writing a paper on it, all right? And here you will learn where you have gaps in trying to explain something. You'll learn like where the gaps are. And the idea behind using simple language is that children have shorter attention spans. So so keep it you know as brief as possible. If I was explaining um, the limit, concept of a you know in in calculus i could explain that to a six-year-old or a sixth grader not a six-year-old but i could explain it to someone with basic math skills now it would be very hard but you know I, i've thought about could i could i break that all the way down and that's really how i think most teachers teach stuff um but his idea the Feynman technique says you know if you're going to understand something you need to be able to like put on a presentation on it that's good so first you write about what it is you're interested in and then when you hit these brick walls that'll happen you know after you know you're writing and kind of like teaching yourself in a mirror or the dog or whatever you'll realize where you have holes in your boat that you need to plug up so step three is to identify the gaps you have go back and study the areas you don't understand and then repeat step two from the beginning and try to simplify your language even more you know, cutting out the fluff. How do you explain something? So you do this as many times until you've mastered the subject. That's what uh, Feynman 
was not famous for, but that that's what the world has taken from him as far as in the realm of productivity. So the Feynman technique, pick a topic, write about it like you were explaining it to a 12-year-old, you know, not dumb it down. That's not what I'm saying. Don't dumb it down. Leave the knowledge there, but explain it to them in a way that they can understand it. And when you can do that, you understand it. If you have gaps, you go back and re and repeat that, right? So that's, whoops, dropped my phone. That's the Feynman technique. Now, um, killer apps. It's going to be killer app week. I have two. There's going to be two. I'm not going to go anymore. I'm going to sit here and so talk about software on the show. But if you um, want to produce more, to accomplish more, to de-stress more, well, these two apps, I believe, are right there for you. They're available and you can, I think they're semi-easy to use. All right. So if I had to figure out, you know, okay, Griffin, this is about answering high school students questions. There's a, I have a pile of questions on my desk, about a half inch thick notebook paper. And, um, one of the number one questions on there is how do I get organized or, and I'm running these two questions together. How do I get organized and how do I manage life, work, and school? You know, so they're seeking this balance thing. How do I make my life easier and balance this stuff out? Um, you know, I, I come from a paper planner point of view. I used to be that person. I really enjoyed it. I started off when I was younger with something called a Franklin. If you know what that is. Um, I love that cause it forced you, you know, to write and break it down and prioritize a, B and C. If I remember the Franklin planner system, it's still a thing, it's still a thing and works nothing wrong with it, but I don't know. This thing was a massive piece of leather bound, big old, you know, old school looking journal thing that, you know, came from the idea of that's what Ben Franklin had. That's where that idea came from. Well, I, I, I don't use that anymore. Okay. I've tried several different paper planners over the years, but for the last three, I would say I have been 99% uh, electronic when it comes to planners and to-do lists and things like that. So uh, I want to talk to you about the one, this is the one that I, if you took this away from me, I would cry. Okay. I'm serious. Um, I actually pay for the premium version. I'm not trying to sell you, you know, this, or I don't work for the, this is not a sponsor thing. It should be, but it's not. Um, so two killer apps to help you accomplish your goals. App number one is Todoist. All right, let me talk about Todoist. Let me explain this to you. Feynman technique style. Remember, that's how you're going to learn stuff this year. Go back and listen to that. When you, when you discover something you need to learn, write about it, figure out where your gaps are, go back, you know, make the gaps, your new topic, figure that out, put it all together until you can go all the way through it. Like you were presenting. I think that's awesome. So what is Todoist and why do I use it? All right. So if I read the blurb off of the website, it's a to-do list and task manager. That's basically what it is. It's a to-do list and task manager. Now there's 50 million of these. You know, you could use Google Calendar for that. I find Google Calendar very clunky and hard to use. It's and it's it seems there's something about it that seems slow and like all clogged up. 
So um, Todoist does not feel like that way. It's sleek, fast, and cool, and I want to talk to you about it. I actually have 12 things, <clears throat> 12 reasons why I really love it. Um, the overall idea of why you should have a system like this, some sort of to-do list type system, electronic, is one, you pretty much always got your phone. Let's be honest. Your, your phone is, it's a thing. It's in your pocket. We're glued to it. We're addicted to it. I mean, we are. In February, by the way, I'm going to do some shows on, uh, I'm researching some stuff about cell phone addiction. I've had some questions about that and, and all that. That's kind of, I think that's going to be a good one. Um, so, you know, David Allen, I've talked about him a couple of times on this show. He, he wrote a book called Getting Things Done. He basically said something. I, I listened to him on a TED Talk, and he said one statement that kind of made me think. He said, the mind is meant to create things. That's what it's for. The mind is used is supposed to be used to create things, not remember things. Think about how bad you are at remembering stuff. You know? Phone numbers, addresses, birth dates, ages. We, we struggle with that, let alone the day-to-day to-do lists and what's happening next week, right? So we need some sort of system because the mind is meant to create things, not to remember things. If you, you know, this student said, how do I manage life, work, and school? Well, that is basically, you're a victim of organization right there. So you're going to need to find some sort of system where you can de-stress by having some system kind of automate this for you. And, and that's what I do, right? So I want to go through this. This is in no particular order. Um, but I think the important ones uh, come first here. So the good thing about Todoist, there, there's a free version out there. Like I said, I pay. I'll talk about the, the price and the differences here in a minute. But you can use Todoist on your desktop, Mac, PC, uh, iPhone, Android, iPad, tablet, anything you could imagine. It just, you log into it on that device and everything is synced. And I mean super fast. Like if I change something on my PC and I'm looking at my phone, it will pop up. It, much like much like a shared doc in Google, much like that. So it's, it's that good. It's that streamlined. Um, so that, that's a that's an absolute, that would be a deal breaker if that didn't work. So it does seamlessly work like that. Um, it syncs on the fly to all devices better than any app I've ever, I think I've ever used. So, um, for that reason, you know, we move on here. That's a good one though. Um, you can use it to set reminders for like any specific date and time, even years in advance if you want. So if I'm getting my hair cut six weeks from now, I just put it in there. Boom. I don't have to write it on the calendar on the wall. I don't have to put a post-it note and stick it on one side of my computer. I just take Todoist out, open it up, you know, haircut Thursday, 3.30, March 16th, whatever. Boom. And I set it and forget it. And then when it comes along, well, it'll just pop up, you know, and you can look at it. There's a, there's a really cool thing called upcoming in there and it's a view <clears throat> that shows like a calendar view well it shows like the calendar on the side and then you can kind of scroll through and it shows you next week of what what you got on deck for next week 
and see to me that is just super de-stressful um you can change changing dates and times super easy um now it does this other thing oh it does this other thing to where you know sometimes i typically have maybe somewhere between six on a really late day of just crap i have to do up to maybe 20. and what i do is i put i have a couple little things i put every i basically take my school calendar i'm a teacher i take my school calendar and i take all the important dates all the pd stuff when christmas break is when all the stuff is and i put all of that into doist and then I just sort of wad up the calendar and chuck it because it's all in there. It's going to remind me when that happens. So I'll take that and then I'll take all of the birth dates, the anniversaries and all of the stuff that repeats every year. Okay. So if, if my birthday is uh, February 27th, for instance, then it would just show up every, every time. If my wife's birthday was a certain day, you know, and that way, it's not that I, I can't remember it, but like like David Allen said, the mind is meant to create things, not remember things. Take that off your plate. You don't have to do that anymore. Wouldn't that be great? And it's all in your hand. Something else I didn't put on this list, but I just thought of it, you can search. So if I search, um, you know, Uncle Fred, if I have an Uncle Fred and his birthday, I, don't, I, I can't remember his birthday. I could just type in Uncle Fred and it would pop up. Anything called Uncle Fred would pop up and it would tell me it's a yearly repeating task on whatever day. And so that's his birthday. So this is just unbelievable just to have that. Um, if you check all of the boxes off, it kind of rewards you. If you check it off, like in your, you know, you get everything done by five o'clock, it will pop up this little picture and say, have a good evening, Sam. If you do it in the afternoon, it'll say, have have a great rest of your afternoon, Sam. That kind of stuff. I, that sounds stupid, but it's kind of addictive. You kind of like play a game of, can I do that? And you're super productive when you, know, when you get it done. It has a cool dark mode. If you're into dark mode, I hate the light mode version, but the dark mode looks super cool. I like that. That's important to me because I don't know if I, I, I don't want to use something I don't like to look at. I, this thing just looks super slick. Um, I also have a group of things that repeat every week. Like for instance, if uh, my, my kids have dance class or basketball practice or something and you can set it up to, to do whatever you want. So um, kind of like Google calendar in that way. So if you have uh if uh, my kid has basketball practice on Monday and Tuesday at 5.30, I can put that in there. And it will just repeat until you tell it to stop repeating. So that way, you know, next week's to-do list becomes populated as soon as you check off. So if, if that's repeating every week on Monday and Tuesday at 5 o'clock or whatever I said, and you hit the I'm done with that button, it's like a little check checklist. You tap it with your finger and it goes away. It reappears next week just ready for you to me that's amazing you can voice dictate events so you you can open up to do is hit them a little microphone button and tell it uh basketball practice every tuesday at 5 30 and it will just do it it will just put that in there that event and it will repeat every 
every time. Now, changing it's easy. If you screw something up, you can easily change it. Um, now, if you have the paid version, the paid version allows you to put comments in there. So, for instance, I use this a surprising amount of times. Like, I cook a lot, right? So, if I'm cooking and I'm like, I found this recipe on some website or something like that, I on my desktop, I can just take take that recipe pop it in a comment and it'll it will make a link out of it to where i can just tap it on my phone and cook off of it i know that sounds like oh you're so lazy you know whatever but it's just a con the convenience factor and the creativity of how you can use that is amazing um you can set color levels like like priority levels and that's also surprisingly at first I'm like, well, I'd never do that. I'm way too cool for that. But you can set like things that happen at work to be blue and then crap that you have to do at home to be like yellow or just leave them like clear uncolored. Or if you have a really important event, like you have a meeting that you're in charge of, you can make that red. So it sticks out and your eye kind of catches it on your to-do list. And you, you know, you keep thinking, thinking about it. So I, I find that actually surprisingly helpful. Um, if you're into product project management, um, if you've ever used, um, a website called Trello, uh, Todoist has put in a Trello like feature where it's like cards. It looks like cards. It's like, you're going to do this. And then, so this is in progress and this is, uh, done. This is your done list. This is your getting ready to start list. It's, it's a robust system um that you can do project management on now i prefer the one i'm going to talk about in the next podcast for project management but a lot of people just used to do this for everything uh super powerful i've never had it crash it, it just always works and i wouldn't recommend anything that i haven't used for a long time i've used it for two years um talking about prices the um premium version is 36 bucks a year 36 dollars I think you can do the, I mean, the free one's obviously free and it'll work forever, but it's got limited features. Like it won't do the reminders. That's, that's where they hold, hold you hostage. Okay. So if you make an event and you say, Hey, I need to, I do need to be reminded at five o'clock, it'll give you a half hour reminder at four 30, just every time. Now, if you have this hooked up to an Apple watch, something like that, it'll pop up on that and remind you that way, which is awesome. Just amazing. And you kind of just, you kind of have like a little, it's not like an autopilot, but you have like, it's, it's like an assistant, it's like helping stuff, helping stuff. And so if I, if I'm anywhere and somebody says something like, I need you to come do this at five 30, you just put it in there, boom, and, and you're done. And you don't have to, you don't have to sit there and think about it because it's right in your hand. You don't have to take a big paper calendar out or anything like that. Now, something I didn't know and I'm get, ripping myself off on is the discount for students and education professionals. Believe it or not, I was looking at the website and you can get 70% off. So if you're a teacher or you work in education uh, or a student, it's 10 bucks a year. It's about 10 bucks a year. That's, that's crazy. I just renewed mine for 36. Um, but next year I will be getting the 70% off discount. So that right there is Todoist. Um, I don't know 
what you're using. I mean, the old paper post-it note checklist thing, that'll work. Uh, I am just telling you that for me, this is 50 times better. It's not twice as good. It's way better. Way, way better. Um, so I, I hope you look into it. At least try the free version. Don't go out and pay for it till you try the free version, right? But it's not going to give you the reminders, right? If you're in an education type situation, student, teacher, I could not get a $10 bill out of my wallet fast enough to have this for a year because you, you will do twice as much and you will be half as stressed twice as much, half as stressed. And, uh, when you have the, everything written down for you and it's like, you can see what's coming. All right. So that's to doist. Um, I think, so why did we talk about that? Because I, I think it's necessary. If you're going to kick butt like mega hard this year and you're going to finally accomplish something that you've been putting off, well, you're going to need some kind of help for that. And you're going to need maybe to change because you don't want your environment to be the same, right? You want to make a change and having an app like this and getting into it and changing kind of the way your lifestyle works like that. Big time, big time. So good luck with that. I highly recommend Todoist. Um, and I guess that will be all the program. If you're still here, that will be next next round is built into Microsoft's operating system for project management. And it is called OneNote. And I'll tell you all about that later. And a system in or, uh, that I'll, I'll describe to you to organize OneNote. And it's called the PARA system, P-A-R-A. You can, you can look that up, Google it, PARA system for OneNote. That will be next episode. This is App Week, Two Killer Apps to help you accomplish your goals. Try that one, Todoist. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacheranswers. Answers.